0: Hey everybody, Dr. Tim Mann, DPT, back with the Hybrid Fitness Podcast for this week. am uh, going to start off talking a little bit about a subject that's near and dear to my heart, uh, that would be manual therapy. Um, I've gotten a couple questions about specific things about manual therapy uh, from potential patients and, and clients, and and also from people that I am working with currently, and I just thought I would kind of give an overview, because it is one of the more... Uh, proprietary skills that, that physical therapists use. Now, de- we're definitely not the only discipline that, that uses manual therapy, and, which is primarily, it's a broad category to describe hands-on care. Um, obviously, chiropractors, massage therapists, there are uh, athletic trainers, some uh, osteopaths, some, some types of doctors are trained and, and to provide hands-on care. Um, specific to the sort of interventions I'm going to talk about, um, so I mean we're clearly not not the only ones, but it's definitely a, a big a big part of what I use in my in my toolbox for for helping people out. Um, generally speaking, it falls into a couple different categories. That would be uh, soft tissue work, soft tissue mobilization. That tends to encompass things like massage, uh, hands on work to essentially move more mostly muscle tissue uh it's like it says soft tissue mobilization it's kind of is exactly what it sounds like um it falls into things like trigger point release um people will do Graston technique or scraping and it's really more to there, there's a lot of arguments going on right now as to what it does and doesn't do. Uh, Most of the current evidence points to things like uh, breaking up scar tissue, breaking adhesions, probably not so much, Um, but creating a a local stimulus with your hands that will help someone feel better, move better, relax or release something that's tight. Uh, Yes, and that's that tends to be it. And again, massage falls under this category. Uh, it's sometimes things you do to yourself with a foam roller or a percussive device or even uh, something like a theracane or a lacrosse ball where you kind of do dig in, find those knots, release that. That would fall under uh, soft tissue mobilization. Uh, a little more nuanced, a little more specific category of hands-on care is a joint mobilization which again is kind of what it sounds like. It involves working specifically on a joint, whether that is the ball and socket of a shoulder or the hinge of a knee, um, the sliding joints of the spine, uh, working one level at a time, very reasonably localized forces applied to increase motion at a specific joint or, or segment in the body there's varying degrees of force that can be applied. Uh, There's a couple different ways of doing this. One is just uh, passively where someone will just lay on the table or something like that and apply the force with hands or a couple specific tools to make sure that joint is moving as well as it can be. Again, it kind of There's a little bit of debate on what's actually happening. Are we actually stretching the tissue around a joint? Is it stiff and we're actually making it more mobile? Maybe, maybe not. Are we giving input to the body, telling the brain and the nervous system where that joint is? And by doing that, sort of helping the body better control it, uh, know where it is in space, which gives you a better ability to move it, It's a little more complicated but the the research is leaning that way that being said a joint mobilization is just that it's a very specific directed force on a joint Uh, it can be as large as a hip it can be as small as a big toe or even the temporomandibular joint or your jaw a lot of people uh, tmj um, pain in the jaw all that sort of thing i mean you can manipulate joints of mobilize sorry joints where I'm getting ahead of myself of any size and you can also do it what's called a, a mobilization with movement where you are sort of applying an extra force to someone as they're they're moving a joint or encouraging it to slide or glide in a certain way while someone is doing an active movement and just to, to encourage, make that movement maybe more comfortable, but also to make it bigger, give the person a greater range of motion. Uh, kind of slipped ahead on this, but another category would be a joint manipulation. Um, generally speaking, this, this is a little more akin to what a, uh, a chiropractor would do. Uh, in, I haven't done the specific research, but I would say probably more states than not at this point physical therapists uh, have the ability to perform joint manipulation Uh, where I currently work in Washington it is legal uh, for physical therapists to perform joint manipulation you have to have a special endorsement which is not easy to get but it is obtainable Um, and that specifically applies to spinal manipulation whether that is the, the cervical spine which is the neck the thoracic spine Uh, the levels attached to your rib cage or the lumbar spine which would be your low back Um, peripheral joints uh, hips knees anything in the arms or the legs uh, can be manipulated pretty freely without uh, much regulation Um, basically a a joint manipulation is very similar to a mobilization uh, with the, uh, the the exception is that it's it's a call a high velocity low amplitude technique it's a long fancy way of saying that it's very very fast and it is not a large movement um it it tends to be done for someone who just has a lot of trouble moving someone has a lot of tightness pain muscle guarding this is especially true of the spine again um what it had been thought to do in the past whether that is um People, a lot of people will say my such and such is out my hip is out my back is out and they want to get cracked popped manipulated and quote unquote put it back in um definitely not what's happening there there's never been any any, any evidence to support that it's been studied um what it does do more often than not is apply a quick stretch which affects the muscles around the joint more than anything. It also does a lot of non-specific things, including uh, mechanisms in the brain, the spinal cord, uh, neurological signals that tend to just free things up, stops the body from protecting a joint quite as much, and really does tend to free up movement very quickly. Um, and that's really the, the, the noise that, that you hear is essentially gas bubbles escaping from the joint capsule When you quickly stretch a joint, it's the same as cracking a knuckle. Um, there's a fast release of air bubbles from the capsule around the joint and as you do that, that it's very satisfying. There's some non-specific effects to that as well. Um, most of the research has shown that whether or not you get a a pop or a cavitation, uh, the manipulation will still be fairly effective. There's definitely a, a uh, I won't say placebo but a psychological effect to hearing that pop, especially for someone who has specific beliefs about a uh, manipulation and so in my experience, people tend to like it better when that happens and between you and me we as therapists we like it better when it happens to it's a it's very satisfying um but it it's not necessary to, to achieve the effect um and those would be the the three main categories of manual therapy would be your your soft tissue mobilization uh your joint mobilization and your joint manipulation uh or thrust manipulation and i mean there's there's other things that can be classified as manual therapy whether that is Um, using your hands to cue someone to move in a certain way that can be called pnf uh proprioceptive neuromuscular feedback it's a really fancy way of saying pushing on someone in a certain way to get a specific response from a muscle a lot of times it's used for stretching sometimes it's used for strengthening in people with neurological conditions Uh, you can also apply your hands to people in certain ways Um, manual stretching basically putting them in a position to stretch a muscle and applying overpressure with your hands that's it's kind of a gray area as to whether that's not that's really a manual therapy technique some people would say yes some would say no but um just to I've had a couple questions about this and I thought this was a good place to drop in a an, in a little more informational podcast I've been doing kind of some bigger concept stuff and thought I would just kind of break some terms down and give people a little bit insight into what we do i know some of you listening rpt's and you probably are going yes yes i know all this uh some of you are not and hopefully this was interesting to know uh again obviously feel free to send more questions about anything we do or questions you might have uh really in regards to anything physical therapy health and fitness related whether that's exercise nutrition general wellness um But yeah, that was this week's podcast and everybody have a good week and I will see you soon. Bye.